Probably not. Okay. I don't think we actually need to. I don't so feel you okay it's with me doing three stories in a row. Um, well, I mean, the last story is really more like a hey, Xbox is doing their own E3 thing like they did before. So that was more of just like throw that in there. It's like, oh, hey, also, you should mark this calendar. We'll be there. Bye. So if you want to make that a story, I'm not going to stop you. You're not required to, though. Man, I'm, I'll do all three. Fuck it. These guys haven't heard me in three weeks. I'll make them hear me. All good. They're all good. going to hear my dulcet tones. R.I.P. Gilbert Godfrey. I, did you see Did you see the retry I did of Gilbert Godfrey on the uh, Hollywood Squares? No, what happened? Uh, no, so, do you, were you able to remember, I don't know, because even I was young when this happened, um, it was the Hollywood Squares, it was like tic-tac-toe, but with celebrities in like the 90s or so, and they were all on this like giant tic-tac-toe board, where they would sit down as it, like this giant fucking structure, and you had to get them to answer the question for you correctly between two people, and you trying to like you were trying to get tic tac toe basically, and a special way to win was to basically get like five five of them in a certain order, and he was the last one they needed, and so they all so both these two competitors had to go with him to get the final answer to win the game completely, and he just spent the entire time trolling them with his answers. <laughs> it is honestly hilarious. You should go look it up. Hello and welcome everyone to VG Weekly Roundup, your number one unranked weekly video game podcast every Tuesday at 9.30ish p.m. Central Time and Thursday at 8pm-ish Central Time. We come to you live for a collection of the week's biggest gaming news, host topics, and what we've been playing right here at twitch.tv slash C-L-O-S-P. That is twitch.tv slash C-L-O-S-P. Please remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, and one free month of Twitch sub for any channel. We look at the channel for you, but if not... No, fuck you. We did we did 45 episodes of pre-production. We are in the launch episode. Celebrate with us. By celebrate this with us, I mean give us money. fucking it. We are live. We are official. And you don't want to give us money? You know what? You already spent it. Give it to us, motherfuckers. We're literally a month shy of having done this for a year. Really? I thought we started this in July. No, no, we started in June because of E3. Oh, fuck. Yeah, and no. that we... shit's dead. Mm-hmm. We outlived yeah. E3. Let's go. Let's go. We were the curse. We were the curse. And I love it. Um, Keely, you're next. Uh, but anyway, I'm your host, P. You can call me P. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, the deranged voice man himself. You added that in there. The deranged yeah, voice man himself, Ultima, of at UltimaJVDef on Twitter and Twitch. I told you that I was going to change it at some point, whenever I felt like it. And, and for the first episode, it had to be changed. Why? Because life fucking sucks. Follow me over at Ultimate Jimmy Death on Twitter and Twitch. If you honestly think that I have full thoughts during this intro and don't just zone out complete with the words in front of my face, I don't know what to tell you. I don't even have my camera on, so you really can't see how zoned out I am this I time. I gotta, I gotta throw something new at you. you. Gotta keep on your toes. By the way, we just said it already. We are. This is the first official episode. We're on transistor, baby. Yep, transistor. It's FM, I think. Right. We'll find out. So after we record the day, you will see us on all of your podcast services, except for Google Podcasts for some reason. That one's taking the longest, but most of them, if not all of them, like it's like thirteen services ultimately, and we will be there. Come this time tomorrow. Well, actually, before this time, probably early in the morning. Anyway. We're on Spotify, we're on 
uh, Apple Podcast. We'll, we'll get on Google. I swear to God, we'll get on Google. We'll it's going to happen. Google. And and others. And all those links will be there. The YouTube is not ready yet. I'll update all of that in the future. But we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll ask you all for help. But yeah, the best way to also watch is go ahead and be here live for the show at twitch.tv.clsp where we can go ahead and get that free sub for you. Did we go over that already? Yes, we did. I'm saying it again. Yes. yes, because we literally are in the launch episode. So celebrate with us. You don't have to do it any other time. Just, just do it this time so we can be like, hey, look at these numbers. To somebody important, who knows? Maybe I don't know. I'm still looking at my camera, even though I don't have my camera on tonight. Yeah, stop that. Stop that. Anyway, this is episode one. The restart, the revamp. We're not even a year old. Year episode one on Tuesday, May third, twenty twenty-two. May the thirst be with us. I do got some water on me. Uh, this week we have uh. Good, bad. I don't even know how to describe this news anymore. This is a weird week. And even then, I had to cut it off earlier than I normally do because these stories may not be many, but they are dense. And they mean things in the future that are just going to mean more later in this week when I go ahead and have episode two for the week of VG Weekly with Minus. So, uh, yeah, basically, we, we, uh, we're we going to inform you why you should never tw trust Twitch ever. Someone get us off this hell site. While we're here on Twitch currently, exactly. Well, no, we're we're, we're here. Someone get us out. Someone, someone, anyone, please. Uh, PlayStation News back to back via Ultima because uh, you chose his life. Uh, yeah, we may yeah, go did. ahead and cover something else from Square Enix, but that'll probably be for the bigger story on t Tuesday, no Thursday. We'll but we'll let we you know feel. that. We'll see how we see feel, we and then we'll give you some uh, Xbox news like real quick at the end. But we'll, we'll see what that turns into, folks. But before we get into all that. As always, we begin as we do every episode with who's that ever going first this time? You, you son of okay. a bitch! Okay, well we've been playing, and I'm going first. Whoops. <clears throat> yeah, what have you been playing, Celos P over at Twitch.tv slash Celos P? So for those for those who've been with us for a while and who have gone the backlog, who've seen those shows, you know this. this Who's, who's on a journey? Who found us later in life? This isn't for you, the launch people. This is for people who have been there. Absolutely. But, so the reason we took effectively three weeks off is because the last episode, we had a whole joke about I didn't have my camera on because it was getting warm. The reason for that, which I found out after the show, when we dis disembarked, um, my AC broke in my house in South Texas. In the middle of spring. For those who don't know, spring in Texas means um, your home is an oven. And I have the hottest room in the house on the second floor where the heat already is. Man, it's just an episode of Power Rangers Turbo. So, while well, we did not do a Thursday episode because it was too hot, Minus and I did go ahead and still... Uh, finish off Halo 1, because we've been doing it after the shows on Thursday. And after that, I immediately booked it to a hotel and stayed there for five days. And was just alone in the hotel room. I got a suite by accident. I just didn't say shit, but it was great. And I just slept on the bed. If it wasn't on the bed, I was on the pull-out couch. And I spent the entire time in a room that had constant 60-degree weather. And it was amazing. It was so, so good. And in my time there, when I was awake, the few times I was awake, 
I went ahead and played Record of Lodos Roll, uh, Record of Lodos War, Delit in the Wonder Labyrinth. So, for those who don't know, this is a side scroller Metroidvania type game made by Arc Systems, and it is based around the license of Record of Lodos War, which is a classic anime from. I believe it was the 90s, yes. That is special in itself in the fact that it was, like, it was a really rare thing of... This is the comp, uh, an anime series that is basically a bunch of famous anime directors at that time who were running a and d campaign, had the time to spare, and were like, hey, what if we made our D&D campaign into an actual anime? And they did. So Record Lotus Wars is literally the recreation of a D&D game that a bunch of anime directors that are well-known made. With their actual characters, storylines, all of that. In, in the actual Dungeons & Dragons fantasy world. Like, actual legendary characters are there. Um, oh, so, like, Faerun? Uh, I don't know. The, I can't I can't tell you the names directly. I'm, I'm not that deep into it, but it is apparently, like, some actual, like, hardcore uh, stuff in there. Um, like, Tiamat and everything. So, ah. And, the, and all the different dragons and everything. Uh, but, yeah, so, this is, this basically takes place, well, I won't say what, what's happening, because it's pretty easy to tell what's happening in the game on there, but you follow the, the, you control the character Deedlet, who you will know as the, uh, the elf, uh, female protagonist in the show. And she wakes up with very loose memories of what's happening, she's exploring this castle to go ahead and... Uh, escape and defeat the dark elf in there as well. And I, you know, I don't, I don't want to go too deep into it because, like I said before, it's pretty obvious what's happening on there. But the fact that it's just, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about this. I really wasn't. I, I, I love side scrollers. They're like my second favorite uh, game series of all time. They're my original love of games. Period. But I've never been big on the whole Metroidvania. I wasn't sure how Souls he was going to go ahead and get the boss fights. No, you know what? It's honestly very much like a classic, like side scroller uh, game. Good combos, good magic, good weapons. It is not super grindy. It's not being roguelike bullshit. It's, it's literally a, like a classic um, Metroidvania, in my opinion. And I love it for it. I really do. It's nice and short, maybe a little over six hours or so, ultimately about six levels and just the story oddly enough if you're a fan of record lotus war it's worth it. it it really is you can like i said before you can tell early on what's happening but that just makes it all the more special because you just like i was driven to keep playing and beat it because of that never too difficult never honestly never easy uh to be quite honest and it's such a good mix of like how do you want to play how do you balance all these skills they give you without having to worry too much about I don't know. It felt very much classic game design, in my opinion, of like so many games, you know, that have this opportunity to go ahead and make a game like this. They, in my opinion, they ruin it trying to be what's popular right now. Like, oh, we have to add some roguelike stuff in there. We have to add some Souls-like difficulties. Like, no, this wanted to be a Metroidvania game. And it's been so long since we've had this like classic Metroidvania type gameplay and design in there. Because it always has to be some mix of something else that's popular right now in this day and age. That this felt so fresh and new to me. It felt so fresh and new, but also like coming back home after a long time. And I just, there's no way around it. I just loved it. I just really, really loved it. 
It was so enjoyable. It was. It's still on Xbox Game Pass, I believe, as of right now. That's how I played it, and I recommend it. Wholeheartedly recommend it. Just so, so very good. If you got the time to spare, get in there. You, you'll constantly be getting some progression, and it just feels good. Like I said, it just feels fucking good, and yeah. All right, that's all for me. Ultima, what have you been playing? Did you die? <laughs> no, like it was just like it was just quiet for three seconds, and my 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 fucking instinct of radio kicked in. It's like, man, dead air, huh? Damn it. So what I've been playing, um, man, I've been in a weird fucking like mind space recently that I needed to find distractions, and I've been streaming a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna refrain from doing the games I've been streaming and do playing the games. Uh, talk about the games I haven't been streaming. First one is Far Cry Five. Now, I've not played four. I played three completely, but four was the one where I just st- sat at the table for 15 minutes and let the ending play as early as possible. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I struggled to get back into four. But five, uh, it was interesting. Like. I, I knew the the background. We're we're fighting against a cult within the U.S. in Montana, South Canada, uh, and honestly, that alone was like oh, maybe I'll, I'll give this a try. The first cinematic actually brings you in because it is such a weird and fucked up scenario. It is, it's wild, and then getting to play it, it it's crazy. It's crazy being able to fight a, a coal in American soil and just seeing how shit devolves. Some of us All might need that this... right now as of today. Go on. <laughs> but uh, trying to trying to arrest this person, uh, I believe his name is John Seed, but they also call him the father. Like, you start from arresting him, getting into a chopper, and then his followers getting on said chopper one of them threw their body into the blades to crash the helicopters just so they can free him and now you are behind enemy lines your friends that are alive that were in that copter are taken hostage and you are trying to save them and get john into well prison it's fucking wild i haven't played much of it i haven't played much of it i played like three or four hours of it and I haven't fought the first, uh, the first um, like big bad character, which is one of the, his older brother, mm-hmm. which uh, is all about the, the power of yes. But this game, it's really fucking fun. In honesty, it's really good, uh, and I would highly recommend. If you're if you like Fallout, three and five, not as much four. I'm sorry, but it's pretty fucking good. Uh, I also I bought the um, the deluxe edition, and I was able to get New Dawn. So hopefully, I'll try that out later. But uh, yeah, Far Cry Five, it's. It's been pretty fun. I'm I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I do my one biggest gripe because I'm playing it on PC is that not all the buttons are mapped on controller. Mm-hmm. So when I drive, I can't reverse unless I press the S key on my keyboard. And it's not just that. Like um, you can't. You're not able to like land properly on an airplane without using your keyboard while playing a controller same thing with like a, a helicopter some of them like all the buttons are just not properly mapped i don't know why but it is what it is um a lot of also like bonus content as well because it's a far cry game there's a lot of bonus content that you can get off the bat so you can get a fucking 50 cal sniper just out of nowhere 
But yeah, this game is really fucking good, and I can't wait to keep playing more of it uh, throughout my fucking off days. Now, speaking of off days, man, uh, this next one, this next game. Let me regale you all a story. I played this game back in, I believe, 2012, 2013. It was a while ago. Actually, no, I think even earlier than that. Um, I played this game since Rave, not Raven Eve, came out as a new character. And this game, um, I, I met a lot of interesting people in this game while I was heavily involved in it. And I got back to it uh, recently because I had that itch of playing an MMO that I played before, and it's wild that what changed. There's so many things that changed. Leveling up is so fucking easy. I, like it doesn't feel like I'm playing the coal mines anymore. This game is Elsword is a very weird niche, but it's also fun in a very twisted way. Like it's kind of like with Minecraft, where like you can just play for hours, brain dead. That's what you can do with this game. Just play for hours brain dead and it's super fucking anime which is why young me thought oh hey anime let me play this game um it's wild i I, I can't i can't explain too much without going into too many too much personal detail but if you ever had a chance to play it you can level up super fucking quick and it's honestly an odd type of fun as you can see on on screen a lot of customization a lot of shit i was there before they got greenlit on steam might i add Mm-hmm. That's how no. fucking old this game is, and how was, old of a fucking veteran I am. It was it was Elseworld. It was Maple Story, the original yeah, Western release of Dungeon Fighter Online, uh, Dragon's Nest, and what else was it? There was something else. T- t- tap of my tongue. Tap of my Rumble Nab- Fighter. Nabinogi. Rumble oh. Fighter. Did you ever play Rumble Fighter? It sounds familiar. Hold on. It was the one where you make the little chibi type characters, kind of like what okay, Elseworld no. looks like, but more like street type fighters. And you just had different fighting sets, and it would be like a four v four match, almost like Power Stone, basically. No, I played something that looked very similar to this. I mean, they all look similar back in those yeah. days. I don't remember what, but it's it looked similar to this in style of fighting. It, mm-hmm. it was not chibi though. Yeah. Um. But, oh, God, that's, yeah. I, Elsewhere was the one I never played. I always thought about doing it, but I was like, well, I have all these other games that my friends play. No one I knew played Elseworld, um, so I never got into it. Uh, and Elsword. El, what is it? Elsword, dude. Elsword? Is it Elsword? Yeah, oh. S-W-O-R-D. For me, I go Elseworld because of DC Comics, so blame them. Um, ah. So Elsword, yeah, and just, I don't know. I always thought about getting into it, just never did. I think I was just too burned out by uh, all the other games. If you got into it now, it'd be super easy to just level yourself up to like level fifty in like a day, because that's just if you just do the story, you just get easy XP, and then after that, it, it is a bit of a of a of a uphill trend. I have seven eighty plus hour games to get with this year. I don't have time. <laughs> yeah, just, just, maybe not. But <laughs> it's 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 just a little bit of Ultima lore history because I used to play this a lot. I, my my main is Elsword because of course it is. I mean, like I said, it still looks it looks exactly like still like that that you know early twenties late teens me is looking at this game and like man, and I I'm not that person anymore, but I was. And that yeah. person was just, ah. Uh, like, the second you said the name, 
on there. Like, I'm sure the second you said any of the character names, like, so many, like, uh, what is it? How do they call it? Um, primordial memories just unlocked people all at once. Yeah, fucking the itch was real and I needed distraction. So I thought, man, you know what? I might as well come back to this game and see what I could do. Mm-hmm. And it helped. It, it has helped. Yeah, but that's just... what I've been playing. I will, I will talk about Halo. Actually, can we talk about Halo? We can for my I just don't have a trailer for it, but go on. New season came out. Came out with a new game mode, a few game modes, new maps, new season pass. God, it's so dead. It's so fucking dead. Have you played Halo today? No, I don't have it installed anymore. Um, I'm playing through all of the games chronologically with Minus on Thursdays. So, like, I don't know, I figure by the time we beat all those games, we just beat Halo 1, this Thursday should be the beginning of Halo 2. I figure by the time we beat it, they have to have co-op at that point. They have to. And then I'll go back and play it, uh, Infinite. I'll actually play the um, the single player. But the multiplayer, no. I'm I'm pretty much done until, like, maybe two years from now when they have it finally finished. Yeah, no, it's it's rough. This new map, rough. Game mode, interesting. Rough, though. Just, just, oh, God. I must still play it, though, because I need a shooter that isn't Call of Duty until fucking Activision Blizzard gets uh, gets what they deserve. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. God. By the way, uh, if, you're, if you're someone who has the ability to, but is actually choosing not to play Overwatch 2 right now, you the homie, just so we're clear. Yeah, fuck, fuck Overwatch 2. I don't even know that was out yet. I didn't know the beta was out. That's how much I'm not caring Dude, about. I, 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 from what I understand, people are trying so hard to sell me on this game, and they, and they talk about, you know, oh, I'm in the beta and everything. It's like, and then I, but you can hear them trying to avoid attack. It, it's, it's, it's just a big update for Overwatch. It's like, wait, what? It's like, it, you can, you can tell they don't want to admit when people ask them, like, okay, but is this like, a, is this a two? And they're like, well, it's a two in the way that it's like. Okay, if you can't say it's just a two, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You know, it's fine. Enjoy what you're going to enjoy, but like, just admit it. It's like how Destiny 2 just feels like normal Destiny, but updated. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I would say Destiny 2 had an... Eh, you know, we won't get into it. But no, I, I get you. I get you. Now it does. I don't know. Like I said, uh, Microsoft has proved one thing. Team Xbox has proved one thing. Is that they're in it for the long haul. They know how to wait people out. So I'm sure that two years down the line, Halo Infinite is going to be amazing. We're just not there yet. You know what? That's okay. I got other games to play, and I know they're going to keep working. It sucks that you have to say in two years. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I'm okay with it because, again, they did not make this a game of, hey, buy this to get all these online functionalities type situations. It's like, no, if you buy it, it's going to be for, like, the... um, the the campaign the actual multiplayer is free to play so they ultimately have a you know flagship free to play title and not to say like oh have the game relaunched i mean what they gave at launch was good for launch now it just doesn't have much what it has it needs to carry it forward for the most part but i'm okay with it cuz it's a giant corporation so it's like you know what fuck it i'll walk away for right now oh god I... once forge comes in I'm hoping the custom game scene gets better. I'm going to be interested to see how they deal with Forge as a in a free-to-play market for a AAA game. That is something I'm interested in on a business level. So, 
Yes, you can. All right. You've got to think that they'd monetize them somehow. Yeah. But let's uh, speak. Do you want to talk about monetization? Let's talk about the first news story of the day. Yeah, I'll set up. Yeah, let's do this shit. <laughs> so right, on to the take, gaming take news, Take it folks. away. It's all you. All right. First story up for the day. Amazon's Twitch seeks to revamp creator pay with focus on profit. This is Cecilia. I hope I get this right. I'm not going to. Dana Stasio. Dana Stasio? Uh, yeah. From Bloomberg. And we're just getting some extras on there, not reading the whole thing to leave some stuff out, but also because it is a uh, behind a paywall, so I got what I could, but we'll, you know, I don't want to give everything away. Anyway, going into the story. Twitch, the Amazon.com Inc.-owned live streaming website, is weighing changes to how it pays top talent, said people familiar with the planning. An effort that would boost its profits, but would also risk alienating some of its biggest stars. The updates under consideration would offer incentives for streamers to run more ads. The proposal will also reduce the proportion of subscription fees doled out to the site's biggest performers, said the people who asked not to be identified because the discussions are private. Some changes to Twitch's monetization structure could be implemented as soon as this summer, the people said. Twitch staff is considering pairing, parring back... Is that... No, is that... Does that mean to say pairing or parring? Considering... Uh... Pairing. Yeah, and considering pairing back the revenue cut of channel subscriptions granted to top the top echelon of streamers and its so-called partnership program to 50% from 70%. Another option is to create multiple tiers and set criteria for how to qualify for one for each one. Two of the people said in, in exchange, Twitch may offer to release partners from exclusivity restrictions, allowing them to stream on Google's YouTube or Facebook. Updates to the partnership program aren't finalized and could be abandoned, the people said. Representative of Twitch declined to comment. Quick moment. Uh, viewership for, of live videos of people playing video games has exploded in recent years and has elevated a new class of internet celebrities. Twitch leads the market, but Amazon increasingly wants the site to make money over the long term. The unit has recently gone to work on new profit-driven programs, but some employees have said the shift hurts its users. There has been an exodus on recent months of top and long-time employees who said Twitch has lost touch with its community needs, Bloomberg has reported. Skipping yes. ahead. The partners currently earn, in addition to subscriptions, a fee for running ads on their channel. That rate, $3.50 to $5 for 1,000 ad impressions, depending on a streamer's location, has remained essentially unchanged for years. Recently, though, Twitch has been experimenting with other approaches to ads. This year, it said creators who stream at least 30 hours a month could receive $100 for running two minutes per of ads per hour. The, pay, the payout increases with more ad minutes. A new proposal being considered would create a revenue-sharing arrangement presenting more lucrative model for streamers. Ads are controversial at, on the platform because they interrupt the live programming. Viewers often complain that they miss important moments of a streaming a streamer's gameplay, and performers have said ads can alienate the audiences and hurt their metrics. But some Twitch streamers see ads as a necessary uh, nuisance to support their business. Then subscriptions alone won't suffice. A win subscriptions alone won't suffice. Skipping ahead to the last part here, Twitch leadership has discussed possible changes to its 10-year-old program 
for several years. Early discussions reference performers' complaints about work-life balance. Some toil for as long as 12 hours a day. Twitch employees begin tossing around the idea of offering healthcare benefits or the ability to pause subscriptions during a vacation so they don't worry about losing patrons. The focus today is more on monetization, which Twitch establishes as the primary destination for game live streaming. Top talent has fewer alternatives to reach larger audiences. In the last YouTube and Facebook Gaming offered a nor- Oh, I apologize. In the past, YouTube and Facebook Gaming offered numerous sums of money to lure top creators, but these deals are rare and not always successful. Several streamers returned to Twitch after their contracts were up with Facebook Gaming or Microsoft Corp's now defunct Mixer. Uh, how do I put this? How do I put this? I want to choose my words wisely. Just spit them the fuck out. Fuck you, Amazon, and Twitch, and Bezos, and Greg Abbott. Now, that, that, you know, that one stays consistent on the last third, but it didn't fit here. But still, and Amber Heard. Them too. Uh, what the fuck? I mean, not, honestly, not surprised. Yeah, this all makes sense. Uh, I don't know why they kept bringing them gaming this is obviously in my opinion a reaction to the fact of how much they have blown up for just chatting channels such as um you know just people who gather up large sums and those just chatting channels who are more like a reaction to what amazon programming and uh promotions groups uh you know uh setups like amaranth and things of that nature who honestly twitch they, they do great numbers for twitch but ultimately, they're having to pay them all this money to go ahead and keep them. It'd probably be easier for them to go ahead. Hey, say, we don't need your exclusivity. We're going to pay you less while you can still go ahead and go do elsewhere. And they probably feel they're going to win on that. Because a lot of those people, those top performers in that non-live streaming or game streaming area of Twitch, they typically have revenue elsewhere. They typically make their money through other sources of um, uh, income and media anyway. So they're not really... Twitch isn't really gaining thing by trying to keep them locked up via the exclusivity deal. For those people, for game streamers, yeah, they're pretty much fucked because they only have one thing in, in reality, honestly. So I think it's more reaction to that. And, you know, just the fact that they don't really care at this point. They just want to make out their money. And I would, I would think their largest, their largest performer-driven incomes are just not worth the exclusivity anymore, in my opinion. It, they'll, they'll make more money giving those top people that kind of deal and also gives them a backdoor to start squeezing out people like large-scale game streamers who have had super deals before and not have to worry about them as much. I don't have that much of an opinion on this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Um, main, okay, so this is mainly for, towards partners. I'm going to be a little selfish. I'm an affiliate. I don't really give a shit, but on, honest, obviously that's just me. Just thinking mm-hmm. for myself for once, but when it comes down to this, this is just, this is just for the sake of money and not for the sake of content, which Twitch yep. has kind of been proud of saying that they were about, even though they've been changing towards a more corporate type of company than a con- uh, than I don't know content friendly company. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm jumbling up my words, but the brass tax is this is all about money and how the company can make more of it despite giving their content creators the money that they need like 
20% is a very, very big difference. Going mm-hmm. down go, going down to 50 on what you are making, you're going to have to do a lot more, not to mention ads. Uh, just so we're clear, the, the percentages are before tax as well. Oh, God, fuck. Mm-hmm. That's another 10% too, fuck. But when it comes to ads as well, a lot of people, we don't get a lot of money for ads in general. As I mm-hmm. said, 3.5, uh, like... Three fifty to five dollars for one thousand ads. That's change. That is literally well, like well, ad impressions. So that can legalese that can vary. But go on, sorry. It, it is still change regardless. That is not a lot of money to go off of, and people a lot a lot of people won't just um, buy subscription just to cut ads. It's, it's, again, a lot of people. Not saying everyone, mm-hmm. um, but on top of that, it it hurts us, the content creators, a lot especially for those that make Twitch their living. Because mm-hmm. at this point, they now have to figure out if they're going to jump ship towards something like a Facebook gaming or a YouTube. So that way they can make a little bit of extra money or if they're going to ride this wave and hope to God that it gets better on the other side, which it most likely won't. Yep. Which has unfortunately changed. And we as creators are going to have to change despite or along with Twitch. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Uh, that's yeah. all I can say. Because, uh, again, I don't have much of an opinion on this. Because, again, I'm an affiliate right now. And this just makes me not want to be partnered with Twitch. I'm a still stream. But my goal has never really been to be a partner for Twitch. And this reinforces it that I don't want to be a partner for Twitch. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, that, that's the same thing on mine. The whole reason that... This channel has switched over from being my personal channel itself to being more so of the, you know, running podcast business relation, things of that nature. It was a simple fact of one, you know, I kind of came to the realization. I don't particularly care too much about being a big streamer or, you know, this successful streamer on here, much as I do care about making a good product and live streaming it out there. That's always fun and fulfilling for me. But in terms of like business relation, I've had people make the good point of like, hey, if you're honestly not that big, but you know, you run like uh, exported content. And just use Twitch as like the uh, community interaction type site. It's for some people, it's not even worth being an affiliate. Go ahead, be that be that great setup. Have that community behind you, and don't run ads so that no one people come to you because they don't need to pay for you, and they don't need to worry about the ads in your pro, in your streams anyway. And just go ahead and make your content monetization outside of Twitch, and don't have to worry about their exclusivity deals because if you don't have that. You can go elsewhere and be managing multiple other crypto sites as well. So the fact that they're getting squeezed out there, especially for, like I said, game streaming. So once again, Twitch is no longer just, oh, the biggest earners are people who play, you know, really popular playing video games. A lot of it is just chatting. The largest streams on my followers that I, or people that I follow are people who have leaned towards more so just chatting or reaction to things. It's very much akin to what YouTube was before it kind of became what it is now of like, yeah, people are big on YouTube apparently, but I don't know anyone who actually talks about it that much. Cause it's just not, it's just kind of like its, its own running beast of it's too big to stop. And you could just be successful, you know, successful air quotes without really having to do anything or deal with the company at this point. It's like self-sufficient of big company makes money off of it. And I'm feeling that that's where they're trying to go ahead and skew Twitch towards now. So I don't know. We'll see what happens, I guess. Fuck! Yeah. 
So anyway, let's leave um, one corporation for another one. Right. So y'all remember Project Spartacus and one of its um big, I don't know. I don't even know if you would call this um. Fuck it. One of their big rallying points to get it. Timed game trials. Well, for developers, it's not going to be a requirement. Uh, this is for Bryant Francis over at Game Developer. The funny fucking name for this, especially for this article that I actually pre-read before. But uh, yeah, Sony has begun communicating with developers about its plans for timed game trials for PlayStation Plus premium subscribers. According to sources speaking to Game Developer, developers... See, that, that, that's the first part right there. That, mm. Developers working on games that have a wholesale cost of $34 or higher, which translates to about 33 euros in Europe or 4,000 yen in Japan, are now required to create time-limited game trials of their games. And in an update, this number was previously referred to as retail pricing, and it has been updated to reflect that it's a uh, wholesale pricing, uh, which is a very big difference. Games that cost lower than those amounts are not required to create limited time trials, aka many indie games. However, according to the new policy, oh, sorry, this is uh, according to the new policy, my bad. The plan follows Sony's announcement for expanded subscription options for PlayStation Plus, aka <coughs> Spartacus. Many developers were informed about the new policy via an update to Sony's developer portal. Our sources indicated that they had not received any other communication about this change. The good news, if you want to call it good news, uh, is that these requirements are not retroactive and do not apply to upcoming P PlayStation VR titles. The less great news is that if you're a developer planning to release on the PlayStation Store in the future, you now need to budget time and resources to create these new timed trials. There is some flexibility as part of Sony's policy. Developers have up until three months after their games to launch the play, uh, to launch on the PlayStation Store release uh, their time trial. Trials are also only required to be available on PlayStation Plus play, uh, premium users for at least twelve months. Sony is also an oh, is, uh, sorry. Sony is also open to releasing custom game demos instead of time limited game trials, but these will only be approved on a case by case basis. Developers are also still free to publish three weekends, game trials, or custom demos that can be accessed by all PlayStation owners. Excuse me, my throat's dry. Gotta wet my whistle. This new policy seems to be a mixed bag for all developers planning to release on PlayStation. On one hand, large publishers like uh, Activision, Blizzard, 2K Games, or Sony's in-house studios will likely have the resources needed to create these time-limited game trials and stand to benefit from PlayStation Plus premium subscriptions. Unfortunately, on the other hand, if your game is hovering just over the wholesale $34 price point, you're probably working with fewer resources than your competitors, and two hours may be a significant chunk of your game's content. Savvy developers can maximize those trials into opportunities to acquire new players, but with no promise of payout at the end uh, could risk a lot of work for limited payoff. Game demos have had a bit of resurgence in the last few years from quote-unquote prologues released on Steam to limited-time demos offered during events like Summer's Game Fests or Valve's seasonal Steam Game Festival, which is interesting to see Sony revive them as a tier relatively for high-rolling uh, subscribers. However, Sony did not respond to uh, game developers' inquiries about its new policy by the time of the publication, and the only update was about the wholesale, wholesale uh, value. Now, I'm going to be honest. How Sony does game-limited trials versus other companies is fucking bullshit, in my, in my opinion. Uh, especially since um, if you're in a home, 
with low Wi-Fi. If you're if you live in poverty but somehow got a PlayStation Five, and I believe this is not even limited to PlayStation Five. This is throughout all the PlayStation, so even the PlayStation Four. These game trials start once you start downloading, and those in homes in poverty that don't have like all like the best internet speed or even like mm-hmm. decent internet speed, that's gonna take a while. Like if you're the type of person, aka me, like a year ago that had to wait a whole day just to download a game, that the time demo is done by the time it's done. Like the time is downloaded, you just wasted time, you wasted space. Again, that's if they're still doing that. I could be completely wrong, and I hope I am. But this is also locked to a tier for PlayStation Plus Premium for twelve fucking months, might I add. Which begs the question, what are they going to do with their quote-unquote timed demos? Is it just going to be that they have it for these 12 months? Is it going to be like, oh, you get to play like an hour or two of this game? Like, I honestly need more clarity in my in, on this standpoint, but it is kind of shitty for indie game developers that uh, set, that make games that are about 40 bucks only to put out more resources for like an hour or two demo, which is basically a good chunk of their game, as stated in the uh, article. CeeLo? I'm sorry? No, I'm saying you got any input? Yeah, so uh, if you go ahead on BestBuy.com and the Microsoft Store, you can buy either a Series X or Series S. Uh, even more so, Series S is going Amazon right now. Get it overnighted to you with Amazon Prime, so arriving tomorrow. And get you some Game Pass, and yeah, you don't have to worry about any of this shit. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even trolling. Like, I'm, I'm being completely honest. This is, this is stupid. This is ridiculous. You just have Game Pass. They could, they could literally just follow the blueprint, and people who would like to play on PlayStation can have that. But they don't. And again, like I know I know it sounds so much like we're always like uh, fanboying for Xbox. We're not. It's the fact that this and what's about to happen next, or like well, the next story is kind of good. But for the most part, this entire thing, this entire article that we're going to have to keep going over and over and over again as time goes on to make sure we get it right as they keep changing it. This is fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. It should just goddamn work. It's really just Sony seeing what their competitor has and is trying to make a version for themselves, but are somehow making it worse in every conceivable way, thus making Game Pass even more goaded. Because again, folks, they're, they're saying they're, they are not saying in these words that we've seen so far, they're not saying, hey, you have to let people play the beginning of your game for so and so long. No, they're saying you have to actually develop a time trial for all future releases on the PlayStation console. At that point, I don't even bother releasing on PlayStation. I go PC, Xbox. Yep. Like, because you, you, know you, you know what a time trial, trial is on Xbox? Game Pass. Basically. And I can beat the uh, game. And even and even then, like things like Capcom, where it's like you get to play the game for X amount of minutes the moment you start the game up. That's much more. That's much more better mm-hmm. than what PlayStation is doing currently. Yeah. Their quote unquote time trials. Um, and just like what the article says, bigger companies like ugh, Activision Blizzard, Two K, Gearbox, like they don't have to worry because they have those resources. But but at this point, you're jeopardizing your Any own company developers. or your assets. Yes, other other developers from wanting to put out their game on your platform, thus ensuring that your console really is the quote unquote luxury console because you're only going to have these big companies and their games being released. Because trust me, 
other game developers that don't have the resources will not want to fuck with this. Yep. It takes people so many so much time to do- to develop a game, a good game, might I add. So having to spend more time just for a timed trial, it's asinine. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that it's already been proven. People who have things like Game Pass, where they go ahead and play the games, they are people who have Game Pass. They buy more games uh, via Xbox and Microsoft Store. Like for myself, as playing it on there, my, my time trial that's just Game Pass on there. If they at any point, because I've already started it, at any point remove Yakuza Like a Dragon. Let me go through the list actually. If they at any point remove Yakuza Like a Dragon, uh, let me see here, Edge of Eternity, Chris Tales, uh, at this at this point, Tunic, uh, or stuff like that. If they remove that and I'm not done yet, I'm buying the game off of them. Like I just will, like because I just, I I want to have it forever. And you or you get a discount on the prices for those games by having Game Pass, a discount built in, which if I remember correctly, also stacks. If at the time they happen to be running a sale on those games, so they they stack as well. Also, speaking of games, and I'm sorry, I, I just want to be for this long because I just found this out. If you have Amazon Prime, first of all, it gives your monthly Twitch sub, but also Dead Space Two is free. Yep. Just want to point that out. There. Very good game. It is a very good game. If you've never played Dead Space, first of all, play the first one, but also uh, Dead Space 2, really good. Go, go go get it. Go get it. It's free on... If you have Prime, if you have Amazon Prime, go get it. It's free. It's You get a code and you can put on Origins, but it's free. The Uncharted of Horror Games, and I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. All right. I got some more PlayStation shit to talk about. This this is what I chose to do, might I add. I chose. I, I didn't assign this to you. You you did all this yeah, yourself. No, I, I chose this, and this is from the source. Variable refresh rate support for PS Five is rolling out. I guess it'd be last week because this is a, a little bit of an article, but this is from the PlayStation blog. Today, as in the twenty fifth of April, we're excited to announce that variable refresh rate, the VRR support, will start rolling out globally to PS Five players this week. Last week. Uh, on HDMI 2.1 VRR compatible TVs and PC monitors, VRR dynamically syncs the refresh rate of the display to the PS5's console graphical output. This enhances visual performance of PS5's games by minimizing or eliminating visual artifacts, such as frame pacing issues and screen tearing. Gameplay in many PS5 titles feels smoother as scenes render seamlessly, graphics look crisper, and input lag is reduced previously released uh ps5 games can fully uh sorry can be fully optimized for vrr through a game patch and further games may include vrr support at launch uh, in the coming weeks the ps5 versions of these titles will receive the game patches enabling vrr support and this is, i'm just gonna run through this list astro's playroom call of duty vanguard call of duty black ops cold war people still play that death loop destiny 2 devil may cry 5 special edition dirt 5 godfall marvel spider-man remastered marvel spider-man miles morales Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Rainbow Six Siege, people still play that, and Tribes of Midgard. It's a short list, but they're big games. These are just a few of the PS5 titles receiving VR support, and we'd like to thank their talented development teams. Please stay tuned for their channels for updates as you'll, as you'll have the best experience with VRR once their game patches are live. VRR will arrive globally through a PS5 ups, uh, console update over the next few days. In parentheses, make sure you are connected to the internet to see the update. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. 
once you've released the up, uh, once you receive the update, VR will automatically be enabled for support uh, for supported games. If your PS5 console is connected to an HDMI 2.1 VR compatible TV or PC monitor, basically, if you got the TV, you're good. Uh, you can also turn it off under screen and video and system settings. As an added option, you can also choose to apply VRR to PlayStation 5 games that don't support it. This feature may improve video quality for some games, but if this results in any expected visual effects, you can turn off the option at any time. Please note that results may vary depending on the TV you're using and the games you're playing, uh, as well as the visual mode you selected for a particular game if support multiple modes. I also like to point out that all these games, except I think Tribe of Midgar and Astro's Playroom, are all from big, uh, big developers that could benefit from the time trial. I'm sorry, I'm taking a step back, but you know my point. Oh, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be back to the now. Don't worry about it. Go on. Yeah, so this is this is neat. This is just another step for gra- for people that care about the graphics of games. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm not really one of those people. That's all P right here. They they care about graphics. Ultra <laughs> support, but it's interesting. It's neat. We're, it's just another step further into technological advancement. Now, if you could get a PS5, that'd be great. But instead, uh... you can do better and get a Xbox Series X or S. You know. Let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. Um, PS5. Because as oh, we just stated, we... you can you can get Xbox games or consoles pretty much anywhere you want right now. So let's go ahead. Uh, PS5, PS5, PS5. Nope, unless you want to spend $1,100. Scalper. First, scalper, mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm Wait. sorry. That, that's what that's with two controllers. Let's go and look at the one with one controller by default. Um, nine hundred forty-nine. Those nine nine fifty. That's nice. This is so fucking stupid. Right. Okay. So no, but for real, folks. Um, I I I like the idea of VRR. I um, this is the step I want to see. PlayStation do. I, I want to see all consoles do for the sake of like I want more control in my. It's it's stupid that we have these uh, products that we pay so much money for, but we don't have the option to adjust our settings. Um, as someone who has a PC and everything, as well, that's the big thing. That, that's why I get so angry at the whole idea of PlayStation's ten dollars more for the upgrade to the PS5 version. There's they're making you spend what is it five hundred and some odd dollars already for the console and then another 10 or so with tax for the upgrade to the ps5 version for the settings that's all it really comes down to the settings option that you get in pc games and like well i want to see this type of i want to see vrr i want to see ultra wide support i just want to see more support for letting us choose how uh, we play our games absolutely i i fps on bloodborne cowards Yes, honestly. Uh, the, the, the big thing here ultimately is, as someone who's excited to see this, as someone who wants to see this happen, I have yet to partake in it. I downloaded uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, uh, DMC5, all that on my console last week to go and try it out. I've yet to do it, not because I'm interested, not because I don't want to, but for the simple fact that even as a fan who wants to see this happen... It takes so much for me to go back to playing on my PS5 in comparison to how Microsoft has me playing games literally everywhere else. Yep. And it just works. Again, uh, again, this this is not about being a fan of Microsoft. A, a fan of it's just accessible to me. 
it's just accessible to me to go ahead and play these games elsewhere but i have to put in any amount of effort to enjoy a product to participate in a product on ps5 in comparison to services elsewhere we and are a fan of accessibility like it just it's 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 really stupid because i again i i probably worry about and clean my ps5 more than anything else because again it's such a, such a stupid goddamn design and ridiculous and i have to put it somewhere very not not a great place to put it because it's just such a ridiculous console in terms of its size and design and everything but i need to go down there and clean it so much because of the fact i'm so worried about it getting too dusty or left alone for too long and then it fucking breaks on me and the one time in a few months that I get a game that I really want to play on it, it just ends up breaking because it just wasn't well-maintained enough, even no matter how hard I tried, because I just don't use it that much. And it's a sad truth of, like, the service just isn't there. Even with these type of moves, these type of moves that I really want to care about, I really want to be excited for, I just can't care because there is not the support for the service behind it. All right. How are you feeling about this next year? You want to save it for Thursday, or do you want to do it? So, Ultimate, what about Xbox? All right, so, uh, <laughs> Xbox. Y'all remember E3? Yeah, it's fucking dead. Say la vie, fucking Ave Maria. However, Xbox is still doing a thing on the week that probably would have been E3 week or something. I don't know. It happens in June. But basically, by Will Tuttle over at Xbox... They're excited to announce that the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase will stream on Sunday, June 12th at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 uh, Central. And this show will feature amazing titles coming from Xbox Game Studios, Bethesda, and their partners around the world. Uh, and the Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase will include everything you need to know about the diverse lineup of games coming soon to the Xbox ecosystem, including upcoming releases to Game Pass on Xbox and PC. So basically, we got a little bit of E3 without the E3 stink. I'm I'm kind of waiting to see if Nintendo is just like, well, I guess we'll just go on that, that Tuesday as well again. That's typically how it went. It would be Xbox on Sunday, PlayStation on Monday, and then Nintendo on Tuesday. In these past few years, it's been Xbox on Sunday. Monday is this weird thing of anyone who can fit in there, they throw themselves in there, and then Nintendo closes Where? out on Tuesday. I wonder if Nintendo's just like, I mean, I guess we'll go here, and just all alone, for no reason. Like, just like they just always claim that Tuesday for so many years at this point, they just do it again. That's what I really want to see. Um, but yeah, I don't know Xbox. They will. I'm, I'm down with it. I let me know about more games. I'll get to play, um, basically for free, which is the sub to Game Pass. They're gonna, they're gonna talk about Starfield because I believe it's it, the it's gonna be released this year. I believe that's what they said last year in E3 without mm -hmm. any delays that it's going to be released this year so we're definitely going to see something starfield really probably gonna be a release date if we are, don't yeah. have one already um most likely some sort of elder i'm hoping i'm hoping for elder scroll 6 like i need another jpeg give me another jpeg for the next five years todd just, just if, one if more starfield singular jpeg if starfield happens this year i'm i feel like they would tease it maybe but, I don't know, either tease it this year when they confirm that uh, Starfield is this year officially for a release date and everything, or next year as the, okay, here's the next big thing, and then you have to wait th three more years for it, so. Maybe they'll talk about Forge in this showcase for Halo Infinite. And then I change the date dream. two weeks later. Yep. I'm sorry, go on. 
No, I said I can dream. I can hope. I don't know. I mean, we'll be there if if we're free and available to go and react to it. I'm sure we will. I'll see uh, if we get the whole crew together. Possibly, possibly. One said. one p.m. Eastern. I'd be free. I just yeah. have to. If it's an hour long, I'd be down to. If it's more than an hour, I'm gonna have to leave at the end. But I'd, I'd be down to. We we have uh we have plans for that. So we're all good. We're all good. We'll see what happens. If not, we're just covering the news that week anyway. So regardless. All right, folks. And with that, that is going to be the end of episode one, the launch episode. Oh, thank you for joining boy. us. Thank you for being on a journey with us. We're happy to be here. Um, we'll be back on Thursday, me and Minus, doing the official episode two. It's going to be, well, a lot, a lot of Square Enix, and none of it good. Um, but that'll be on Thursday. Along with Halo, I'll be back here on the channel tomorrow on Wednesday recording the return of Weeb with Trash Talk. Uh, me and the Weebs will be back and picking up where we left off. And we will, again, now officially, because I caught up on it in the time we were off, we will be launching all of the podcasts after recording on the live streams onto different podcast services. So, if you like it, DJ Weekly Roundup. Search it up in your podcast service of choice. I bet you it's going to be there. Uh... Weeaboo Trash Probably. Talk will be there as well. Unless it's unless it's Google Podcast. Apparently they don't want us. I don't I don't know. I, I, we did something to piss off Google. Yeah, we keep we keep asking for Twitch subs, bro. No, no, that's Amazon. Yeah, no. Google's saying, YouTube. Google, I know. Google has seen us trying to Oh, trying okay. to ask for scraps from Amazon where it's like, oh, okay, I see I see you're you're one of those peasants. Google, why are you mad Amazon. at me? I can be bought. I could be bought. I'm just a small businessman here. I can be bought. Let me give Ultima um, a paycheck and some health insurance. I, I I can be bought. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, give me some I'm, health insurance. I need it. I need to go to therapy. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying. All right, folks. We'll catch you next week. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. No shills. <laughs>